captain of Ingog. Akiva's faces his job in GOG with Keeve and Ellie and Zooey. Hello and welcome everybody to the New Girl Old Guy podcast about episode 13, Valentine's Day. I am the new girl on this podcast. My name's Haley Strong. I'm not normally here, but I am... I'd say this is one of my life's greatest thrills, or at least one of my greatest thrills of 2020, and that includes my marriage. Um, I'm so excited to be here on my favorite podcast with two of my favorite people, Allie Lasher. Hey, Hallie. Hi. Oh my God. It's it's been years since we've we've podcasted together. It's so soothing for the soul, chicken soup for the soul, whatever to be here with you and let's maybe not even bring in Akiva should we not <laughs> I mean he's here and I feel like he's up in the middle of the night to be here so it, we'd have to but I mean this is a podcast for us um the other day when you said like oh I can't I'm I can't do tonight like just do it without me that was never an option for mm-hmm. me. I did try to quit the podcast Akiva let's bring Akiva in because he's the only reason that we're here because I um I did try to quit the podcast this week it will not be the last time but I am here and honestly I am healed I'm so excited Akiva hello thank you for carrying me to this podcast today uh first of all that was such a great intro Haley not only said because she once tweeted that this is her favorite new podcast of 2020 but calling her favorite podcast that is very high praise I don't. We should just stop I, I now. I'm happy to. I'll stop. I'm excited I am about this. Like I, this, when you guys announced you're doing this podcast, I mean, I was like, could not be a better show to cover because it's one of those shows that everyone likes, but it's not like The Office where people like it has such like a, a, a savage fan base almost where if you say one wrong thing about The Office, people are going to be mad at you. New Girls just has like this charm to it where I, no one's ever going to be mad at you about it. Um, and then the mixture of you, Allie, and Akiva is just the perfect balance. You know what the thing is? I am a Libra. Akiva Shout also out. a Libra. Team Libra. Allie, you are an Aries. And Aries hard, and hard Libras Aries. are really good together. So I think is that, that so? Yeah. I don't know that that's been that's the a, case. They're, they're sister signs. They pair really well together um, because Aries kind of has that like – that energy that go-getter energy um and libras can be wishy-washy so aries can often like push libras to get stuff done um so i find the balance on this podcast really lovely as well um it's just god it's a joy i like hearing all of your dating stories by akiva's all of his like the two he has (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i'm not one to talk i stumbled headfirst into a long-term relationship and isn't that fun I remember so I actually we normally don't introduce the guest and we just go off to the races but I Mm -hmm. have to introduce Haley here because Haley is I was gonna say the reason for the season I mean that might be true but also the reason that we're even here because I wouldn't not have a microphone in front of me if not for Haley Strong you Um, always give me so much credit on this but it's I, true though. I know, but you would have you would have found your way to podcasting with or without. In what world? I don't even know. I don't even find my way to podcasting week to week when I have an <laughs> obligation. You know what? That might be the case. <laughs> I'm constantly trying to quit. You're the only reason that I'm here. 
I know. Do you know that? I feel like you've no, also tell me tried to quit your own podcast so many times. And All I've the time. You out of quit- I've talked you out of quitting your own podcast. Literally every day. Honestly. Not this one. You mean the challenge one. The challenge. I feel like new. over the... Because Allie and I, we've, you know, we've known each, well, not, we've never actually met. I think I forget that. Um, and I, we've and we've never met. For, I guess so. Yeah. And I, I, I forgot that because you guys have both been in my lives for such a long time. Yes. Like, Allie, I think at this point, we've known each other for eight or nine years. Yeah, because I was in college. I met you when I was like a senior in college. Yeah. Met you, whatever. But we, like, I remember Haley talking about Valentine's Day. Like, having first met her now husband and being like, I have a crush on this boy. Yeah. Like, and then I remember it developing texting, into her husband. I, I know. I remember texting you and Molly and being like, hey, like, uh, I'm kind of seeing this guy. Like, what do you think I should do? Like, oh, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, I just remember texting both of you and we'd have, like, this weird, this cute girl chat. And now. Now you're married. Congrats, lady. Wild. Wild. (laughs) And Allie has two podcasts. And I have two podcasts. (laughs) And uh, an ex-friend named Akima. No, but but every – okay, I want to talk about the Allie Lasher effect. And that is (laughs) anything Allie Lasher talks about, I will watch. I started watching The Challenge because of you. I started watching Are You the One because of you. I started watching RuPaul's Drag Race because of you. And I – watched i rewatched 50 episodes of oh, this New is Girl. wild i stand by all four week, of those recommendations i feel like i'm batting a thousand because of you so Haley, i'm here because of Haley because uh and at some point brian and i are gonna do our like ama about brian which is gonna be great because i i don't know anything about brian despite having attended his wedding and that the whole premise of that podcast is it was supposed to be our six-year anniversary podcast but we forgot, and now it's going to be like a who knows when we'll ever do it. But the premise is that Rourke, another friend of ours, uh, asked me after she guessed it on the Challenge podcast what Brian does for a living. And I was like, oh, like something in finance. It's some, something. So I know nothing about him. But he – so I want to know from his perspective how our podcast started. But from my perspective, the Challenge podcast and my whole podcasting world opened up because I was in this random Facebook group with Haley, started by Professor Max Dawson. People who have no idea what we're talking about, but it's important to me. And uh, so I had I had met, quote-unquote, Haley through this. And Rob Sesternino was looking for someone to host a challenge podcast, but I didn't know that. And he just posted in this RHAP group, does anyone watch the challenge? And I knew Stephen Fishback was a fan of the challenge, despite our inability to get him on the show, uh, the podcast. But I said, I do, expecting him to like ask me a question, like, would it be a good podcast for Stephen or something? Next thing I know, he's in my DMs, like, do you want to host a podcast with this random guy, Brian? But in the background, he asked like a pool of trusted folks, Haley, who spearheaded. The podcast network that I'm a part of, the uh, Rehap Ups with The Bachelor, the OG Rehap Ups podcast. The grandmothers of REGP. <laughs> the grandmothers, the matriarchs. <laughs> and he was like, does anyone know this random chick? And Haley was like, she's funny. And that, that's my understanding of the story. And Rob that's was like, okay. Pretty much, yeah, what it was. And here I am. Like, what a, what a wild path we've come down. Because, you know, I remember posting in, like, the 
interns group back in the day just like at the, like amy and i were the only ones who'd post about the bachelor and then rob just like was like hey like he messaged amy he never really messaged me he messaged amy being like hey do you guys want to have like a podcast about this and then amy messaged me and i was like are you like you must be joking like this is absurd. it used to be easy guys it used to be easy <laughs> yeah it used to be so easy you like, didn't have to fill out like forms and stuff back well then. that's why akiba when you asked me to interview people for your podcast i was like i didn't have to do literally a stranger because that was even early days for me knowing you Haley. yeah i was like a stranger early. vouched for me on the internet and here i am six years later with this israeli guy and the original, the grandmother of Rahap Ups, Haley Strong, talking about New Girl. How do we get here? I don't know, but I'm so happy that we are here. Yeah. And because I'm hosting this podcast, I want to tell you about my story with New Girl. Love it, yes. Um, I I always liked New Girl. It was on, in, it started in my reality, or not my reality TV, my um, scripted TV heyday. Like This was around the time where I was watching The Office. I was watching... I can't remember if Parks and Rec was before or after this. Um, I was watching How I Met Your Mother. You know, just every every half-hour comedy that was on, I was watching. Um, and so I started watching New Girl. And I remember, I, I remember it having that same kind of vibe as Parks and Rec in The Office, where the first season, like, hadn't really found its footing, so I wasn't really sure to continue. But then I did, and I really enjoyed it. But then I went away to university, and I didn't have – uh, access to cable for a couple years like how I watched TV in my dorm room was I had my TV and I stuck a paper clip in the back of it <laughs> so that I could get four channels <laughs> I don't think that would work now but I'm not sure Haley's Canadian just to clarify <laughs> we oh, yeah, they, the first five of boots didn't let people know so thanks for <laughs> how to... dare you just wait until I talk about roofs <laughs> Um, and then uh, I left university. I didn't get a job afterwards, and I spent a lot of time watching TV. And one of those things was New Girl, and it was so good. And I I just loved it so much. Um, I think it holds up pretty well for the most part. I still haven't seen the last season. <gasps> uh, it uh, my New Girl binge. I finished it right as that season seven was coming out, and we didn't. Did we not get that channel? Like, I don't know why I didn't watch it. Well, Keith doesn't really know, but he does know that it's sort of like a, a third of a season. And I feel like we just booked our first guest for season seven, episode one. Yeah, call me. Because I feel like Haley not watch it. Back. I don't know. Well, you you know. decide. Because, I mean, honestly, we might not make it there. So I don't yeah, that's in 2023. Back. Who knows But I do there. think I think you can watch it but if you want, but I do think you need to come back. I, I, I agree. I'll come back truly whenever you want me to come back. Um, so I, I, I'm not even sure if Akiva ever asked me. You might have asked me to be on the podcast. I feel like you guys just kept saying on the podcast, like, Haley Strong mm-hmm. has to come on. And I said, great. Well, great. here's a funny story about that because I reached out to – well, a lot of guests reached out to us. I reached Your out flex. to a few guests. And Akiva was, like, batting names around. He was like, we got to have Haley Strong on. Look, Haley Strong's tweeting about this. It's, like, the nicest tweet anyone's ever said to us. And I was like, yeah, 100%. Of course. And he was like, I'll reach out. I'll reach out. And for some reason, Akiva, you felt very protective. You, like, she was your one guest that you were going to be true. in charge of. It's so true. So now, it doesn't surprise me that Haley didn't hear any contact from you except on the podcast. <laughs> but Akiva was very passionate about you being his guest. That's true. so sweet. Akiva likes me, and I really appreciate mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, yeah, Can't I feel relate. like 
but it must be nice. <laughs> I don't know. We've yeah. Well, there, yeah. There's no drama between between me and Haley. <laughs> Haley doesn't like message me every week. I I'll be honest. That not to get like um not to get too like uh too too like emo here, but the first time I wrote the um the first time I wrote that uh, like super long you know dead spin Olympic preview that you printed out as like 93 pages or something. And really should take six months, but I did it in like seven days before the 2016 Olympics. And I remember like breaking down one night at like 4 a.m. because I knew I had to stay up from midnight to 8 a.m. and write because I was oh, working so during the day. you break down working all night also? It was like, well, I don't usually work, so I don't usually break down. <laughs> but I, but I, um, so I, like everyone was asleep and I messaged two people. I messaged Chester and, um, and he was like, yeah, yeah, you should just quit. It's not worth it. It's not worth the money. Like think about what you're getting paid like per hour. It's zero just quit it's not a big deal no one's gonna care anyway and then and i said it to Haley also and she's like no no no. it's gonna be amazing you have to keep doing it just look like you cannot stop do not quit keep going uh and i, I listened to, i listened to Haley, not chester and then and i even like sent her and she like read through the whole thing um so yeah that was that was my one nice that was my nice story if you ever need um just like a nice little friendly push you can come to me i'm usually good for like pushing you in the right direction i feel Haley's the best we both agree it's unanimous the one thing akiva and i agree on honestly <laughs> you guys uh, are too sweet i'm gonna cry well let's get sweet because this is about valentine's day here so it's kind of we've set the tone uh this aired very impressively on valentine's day february 14th 2012 none of that valentine's day week bullshit they got you the day Keeve, can we uh, get a little digest from you, friend? Uh, okay, so Valentine's Day, uh, this is really the most rom-com-y of the episodes so far. I, a, a lot of episodes recently have veered in the rom-com direction, but perhaps none more so than, than Valentine's Day here. Um, we've got a few things going on. We have Schmidt and uh, the titular new girl go into the bar, try and pick up dates for Valentine's Day. We have... Um, Shelby coming back to the picture. We we wondered a couple weeks ago, or, or Allie asked me if I thought Shelby would come back. I don't. Did I predict that she would come back? I don't remember. You did. You were unfazed by her the lack of Shelby and Julia in the last episode. Right. Well, again, I th- we've seen that a lot where because we, we see it with Julia and you know like and and we saw it with Gunslinger when he came left and came <laughs> back. Uh, I just think eh, sometimes these shows even like film two episodes at the same time. Like there's a lot of technical reasons why an actor would be in one episode but not the next and then in the third. Um. And so, uh, so that is a thing again. Nick and and uh, Julia are a thing. A lot of a lot of very sitcommy, wacky hijinks happen. We have a very maybe the most, um, or one of the most, uh, 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 you know, CC centric episodes. That's hard to say. CC centric, right? Right. That we've had so far, uh, where CC and her her d bag boyfriend get involved. And uh, it ends with, uh, can I say how it ends? Is this a spoiler? This is with, your digest, baby. Yeah, Let it ends with, with one of the, you know, most probably the most shocking moment of the, this is almost like the season one and a half, like half of season one finale. You could think about it this way, right? We're halfway through season one, and this is like the first, like, uh, you know, slam bang, uh, like, mouth open, oh my gosh. No moment. bang, no bang. Yeah. Well, for one, yes. and one for, But yeah, Cece and Schmidt. Uh, when Jess calls uh, Cece to tell her that she almost went into Schmidt's bedroom at the end of the episode, Cece, we see her with Schmidt in his room. Do you know how hard it was during the story of the 50 to not say how unjust it is that Schmidt has to pay $50 for trying to kiss Jess in a moment of, I don't know, weakness, emotionalness, 
and Jess rolls up to his bedroom door with a hundred condoms two episodes later. <laughs> <sighs> but I'm glad you're here. This is honestly what's so fun about this podcast is that like, you know, I think not to toot my own horn, but I think I'm doing a pretty good job of acting unspoiled. Or oh, you're you've it. actually you're I was thinking so that. good. I don't know how you're doing it. Like because hey, I, guys, guys, I don't accidentally stop. watch those 50 episodes. I was like, I have to make sure I don't spoil Akiva in anything. Joshy say- Wiggs wants to come on and he's only seen the first season. And I was like, that's <laughs> kind of perfect because it's better if you don't know what happens in the rest of it. Sometimes guess what? Well, I will say she, Allie, is amazing and not spoiling it. The problem is the show, I think it's crept into, maybe more people are watching on Netflix, crept into like the mainstream, or maybe it always has and I never paid attention to it, more than I would like. Because sometimes I will see like there's a lot of new girl gifs or gifs, uh, gifs. And then there, you know, I do see a lot of like, semi-spoilers and I look away and I sort of forget them yeah, I'll talk you, know. you out of it I okay. honestly I really like arguing the the opposite even mm-hmm. though I know it's gonna happen but all right um let's start you off with an uncomfortable question Akiva and then I will put myself in the same hot seat and do it for Haley Uh-oh. and then I think Haley should do it for Akiva although I am giving you the softball friend um Matt Stewart says Akiva do you think Allie is a Valentine's Day person oh that's a good question do I like lemons? Um, uh, <laughs> I should have that as a drop and put yeah. it just every time. It's funny because it is truly the worst impression of any human being. Alive, I know, and I love it, though, because it makes me feel like my voice isn't so mannish. Um, I'll say, like, uh, on, a, on a scale of 1 to 10, I'll say a 6.5. I'm a 15. Oh, my God. <laughs> because it's not just on to every house. I currently have uh, some Hanukkah dreidels and jewish stars on before thanksgiving and a little happy hanukkah sign and uh, peppermint candies out well it's because we're in a dark time and it's i true. felt like i needed a little pick me up but i've got a uh, seasonal dish towels that i'm changing out um, I, and i, I have a feeling ones out yeah i have a feeling our, our our host today is also i'm pretty sure is a seasonal dish towel person who changes up everything based on the season so i think uh i'm gonna guess can i guess her or, yeah, go, or, ahead, go for it, Keith. I'm going to guess she is uh, an, an 8 out of 10. She's not as, as like... Okay, let me make my guess. Yeah. I think Haley... Big big Halloweener with black cat action. Mm-hmm. Great black cat. I'm not even a cat person. Very cute cat. Please confirm that your cat is black and I'm not it making that black up. Cat. Okay, yes. <laughs> like, I'm, like, talking about, like, Akiva's kid. I'm like, oh, Jack's so great. It's, like, not <laughs> at all his name. Um... I know she's Haley laid back loves though, right? A red lip, so I yeah. feel like she's pulling out the red lip for Valentine's Day. But it's like, but it's it's not cheesy. It's like a how a cool person would celebrate Valentine's Day. So I think you said eight out. Of t- I think also eight out. Of t- I think that's right. I think it's like a great acknowledgement, caring about her actual husband, unlike me, who's just like excited for the holiday, but um, isn't isn't like weird about it. Yeah, I'd say I'm, a, I'm at an eight. I'm like Allie where I'm a big celebrator. I just love reasons to celebrate. I love mm-hmm. reasons to have dinner. Um, I'm Ugh. also two dinners love, sometimes. As she two like dinners. <laughs> like, please, I want so many dinners. Um, uh, what was I going to say? That you are a big celebrator. Yeah, I like celebrating things. Oh, like Allie also, my love language, gift giving. So if 
Hey, I love any reason to get here. Do you want to be here full time? Honestly, I kind of feel like the third wheel. Akiva loves you so much. It really should be the two of you. No, no, no. I'm not going to get tired. (laughs) Akiva and I would get tired of each other after a while because we're both so so soft and so. It's true. It's true. There would be no. There would be no sort of uh, drama at all. No. It would be like, no, you speak. No, you speak. (laughs) Like I'd never call you out on your bullshit. No, for sure not. For sure not. Oh, it's so beautiful. I love this. All right, so Akiva, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Akiva, Haley, let's make our guesses. I mean, I, zero no, out of ten? Is that I an could, option? I could see you waking up on Valentine's Day morning and not even realizing it's a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like Mira probably doesn't care that much either. It's not Jewish, same Valentine's yeah, Day. So you have that excuse. We're a zero. We don't celebrate it. Is it because – now, this is my favorite question to Akiva. This The equivalent of the do you like lemons is like, yeah. is it because Jewish or because Akiva? I, I think it's like less than Halloween. Like there could be Orthodox people celebrate, but we don't. I did like get her something once or twice. If I like pass the store, so it's because like, of no, 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 no. She would not want it. She would actively be annoyed if I got her something, and not like pretending to be annoyed. We don't celebrate it, and it doesn't exist here. Such a big b- birthday, but you celebrate half birthdays, so you are a big. No, celebrator. my kids. So our kids celebrate their own half birthdays. There's like they a, decided that. Oh God, I love your kids. Mm-hmm. Well, I think my <laughs> wife did it once, and then we just never got out of it. Uh, and we've gotten out of like the quarters and the, you know, seven months out of 12. And sometimes I'll realize it's a kid's, I hope, Mary, you're not listening, right? Sometimes I'll realize that it's like the kids have birthday, but I like won't really like say anything till the day of. <laughs> it's just like, there's no cake being made before. And, but it usually happens. We that was very Rob's sister. I won't really bring it up. Um, can I tell you about last Valentine's day? What I got for Ethan? Please. I have never wanted to hear something more in my life. It was such a fail and I meant so well. Uh, Ethan's a really great gift giver, and I, Ethan's just hard to buy for. Uh, anyway, so when we got engaged last August, I had always said I wanted to get Ethan something as, like, an engagement token. Like, I'm very much, like, let's be on an even playing field. So my idea was to get him a watch. He said, I have a lot of watches. I'd rather you get me, like, a like a necklace or something that I can wear every day. He wanted just, like, a small chain. So... Uh, a couple of weeks before Valentine's Day, I saw this great, <laughs> great sale on this jewelry website. So I was like, great, I'm going to get this chain. Um, and because I'm dumb and numbers don't work in my little head, I couldn't really, like, figure out how wide it was. Like, I thought it was thin. <laughs> um, when I received it, it was not thin. And I was like, huh. I'm going to give this to him anyway. <laughs> so Valentine's Day comes around. He gives me a present. It's like three boxes of sweet tarts and something else wonderful. And then I give him this necklace, which I'm like trying to be like, oh, you never thought this was coming. Like, what a great gift. What a great current fiance I am. He opens it and he's like, wow, yeah, a, nec- a necklace. Yeah, because it was probably like – half an inch thick i'm weak from the story like he, wearing it he could have easily been been a member of the cast of the sopranos like it was a necklace like that well that makes me feel at home it was i was like i i saw his face and i was like listen it's a placeholder like you don't have to keep this one He's like, oh, thank God, because I hate it. I'm like, I know, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so, like, we returned it the next day. And it's not even like it was, like, a cheapo necklace. Like, I spent 
money on it. Ugh. Haley spends, people. Haley spends. She's not afraid to spend. Honestly, the thicker the necklace, the more you probably spend. I know. Well, then we got this <laughs> other one from Etsy, and it was more expensive. Chain on me. It was. Am um, I right? But who weekly but, <laughs> but I try. I tried real hard. I, I'm a. I'm a try hard. That's the thing. I, I. I try really hard to make people happy and to get everyone to like me. And then sometimes it blows up in my face, and I get a really ugly necklace. Like it was an ugly necklace. Like I will. <laughs> I think this is a perfect segue into the episode because we're talking about like are we valentine's day people and i think what's notable here is that it didn't really depend on like are you in a relationship are you not like i'm a valentine's day person when i'm in a relationship i'm a valentine's yeah, but how day do you celebrate it i don't want to make fun With but how do you celebrate it just, you find your single friends and you i mean i'm celebrating nice hanukkah and i'm living alone like in quarantine yeah, but, va- oh, but that's not a that's I not a one red. for one comparison no but it's like i wear red i mm-hmm. oh like, i always wear red or pink on valentine's day one year uh, I went with my friends. We uh, we went out for a really nice dinner, and then we went to go see the movie Valentine's Day in theaters. Wow. Yeah, I've had I've had boyfriend Valentine's days, and yeah, I do like awkward gifts and stuff, like the thick chain. <laughs> Whoops. Um, but then I yeah, I've also like gone to a friend's house or just like hung out, and it's like oh, it's Valentine's Day. It's just nice that there's and people are like, it's a Hallmark holiday. Like yeah, okay, I like fake crap. I, I just, watch reality I TV. Just, I want I want a reason to celebrate and to be happy. Like that's I want I like all of the like I like Allie didn't mention being happy. Donut that's day. not our thing. I like being happy. I'm teasing, I'm teasing. Um, you like when's National Donut Day? I don't know. Let's play. Hanukkah? <laughs> Jewish. <laughs> but but I feel like Jess walks in and gives you the perfect example. Cause she, well, first what's so funny to me about the opening scene of this is like she walks in, like, boo his couples, but then is like, I want to go out. Like, that's also a Valentine's Day option is, like, let me just take it out. But I don't know if they couldn't pay Shelby for multiple scenes, but the fact that Nick and Julia are, like, mm, cuddly in the morning, hi, babe, and Winston's on the phone, and that's supposed to be, like, oh, look at that guy. Look at that happy couple talking on the phone. Like, I'm so jealous. I don't know. That was very weird to me. Do you think they're establishing maybe that they, like, really haven't seen each other since the last time we saw them, possibly? I guess that's true, because the point is that the first date or whatever, their first hang is on Valentine's Day. But then he shouldn't be in the room, because him on the phone did not make me jealous. Yeah, that makes sense. Maybe it's just me. I thought this this was, like, a laugh-out-loud moment for me. I guess just me. You think the actress who plays Shelby, too expensive for two seats. <laughs> well, you're right. I mean, it would make no sense in the story for her to be there in the morning. But I just thought that that was a stretch. <laughs> like, oh, he's chatting on the phone. I have people to talk to on the phone. I, I can talk to anyone on the phone. Haley had, Haley had a good point before, which was that we have not really gotten any criticism for, like, bashing the show. I think people really like the show, but there's no, like you know at like it's absolute not too like beloved. It's, it's not too it's beloved like the, it's like the bachelor honestly mm-hmm. like we get so little criticism on our show because no one actually gives a shit mm-hmm. like it's not like big brother where people are very passionate people are like oh the bachelor like i'm here for this is not a cri- an invitation to criticize no. us i want to emphasize no, 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 we don't, don't care it. don't I criticize swear to God, i'll get I, I would never fight anyone but i will fight if you <laughs> try and add Ali and Akiva and say this is a bad podcast. No, 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 not this show. No, people could say this is a bad podcast. We meant the show, the television show. No, no New one Girl. can say, you, you could say it's a terrible TV show. Honestly, oh, yeah. I'm still waiting on Akiva to decide if he likes the show. 
Um, I, yeah, I haven't decided yet, but I think yeah, I'll have an I answer like by the, the end of season one. Yeah, I feel like the jury's still out for you. I think you should have I an definitely answer don't by, hate like, it. season two. I definitely don't hate it. Like, I'm not, I definitely do not dread putting it on every week. It is an easy watch. It's what? such an easy, that's like, yeah. no offense to the challenge, but the challenge has become like a two-hour, like, yeah. melodrama. Could be a slog some weeks. Oh, my God. Like, the fact that I ha- I get to take 20 minutes and put on mm-hmm. New Girl is a joy. What a privilege. Yeah. Allie, did I tell you that Ethan watched... 15 seasons of the challenge during quarantine do you and ethan want to come on the challenge podcast this season <laughs> yes okay that done great. that's we're booking guests baby we're <laughs> two for one we started watching i don't even remember what season maybe it was free agents because i was like ethan you are gonna like this show he was like okay and then he started watching and now he's like obsessed with it he's quarantine's so a great time to get into new shows i feel like new girl a lot of people have gotten into yeah. challenge people have added me about that's an okay time to add me and um now that Survivor's on Netflix, I've gotten multiple messages of like people being like, Netflix just recommended Survivor. Should I watch this? I'm like, yeah. I, I said this like five years ago on an RGP podcast. Like, Survivor should have, and like, this goes for any show that's not Survivor specific. Like, you should pay Netflix basically to have your show on there. Like, it really changes the, the outlook of your show. Well, I think people. a lot of actors feel that way because it gives mm-hmm. them like a resurgence. I mean, I'm, I've been watching a lot of girlfriends now i just got through one-on-one like all of those shows oh yeah you love the stopped. old upn shows i do and uh i never really watched the entirety of one-on-one so like because it's back then i'm googling flex alexander i think that's his name flex washington on the show i'm like what's he up to so like really does work where i'm just like i want to consume more of their content anyway back to this content mm-hmm. <laughs> okay whatever so jess goes to schmidt and is like let's go out Haley. I was surprised. You know Schmidt more than Akiva. Mm-hmm. The fact that Schmidt is like, I don't go out on Valentine's Day, that floored me. I thought Schmidt would be the guy who's like, oh, just easy action on Desperate Valentine's Day. Yeah, like how many girls can he, like he would be having a competition with himself, like how many girls could he hook up with in one night? Yeah, this was a very surprising moment that he's like, not only do I not go out, but I will go out and be basically your chaperone to help you out. This was a very selfless, but still somehow gross, episode for Schmidt. Akiva, do you like Schmidt as yeah, the Jewish representation on the show? I, 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 I almost wish it was like Winston, you know, or Nick, because I, I, it is Jewish funny. Representation, or is that the hookup king? I, I mean, maybe a, maybe a, a, like a, a mashup of all of all the characters because. I mean, Schmitz, like, says, like, a racist thing in, like, this episode and almost every, and, like, he is, you know, it, it's it's not ideal, but he is an unusual Jewish character. Like, I don't think, like, the super Jewy character is usually, like, a guy like Schmitz. So he's definitely, um, uh, you know, sort of someone new that we haven't seen on sitcoms before. But do I like him? I don't, I'm not sure. I, I think I like him, but. That's interesting from, like, a Jewish character, because he's not, like, nebishy, and he's not, not at all. like. He, he, it's not like the comedy isn't that he's like oh Jewish like there's no anti-Semitism in the comedy no, that he's Jewish. Mm-hmm. I I think that um yeah I mean I get like if you were to compare Schmidt to another TV character, would you not say it's Barney from How I Met Your Mother? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But uh, I think Schmidt has more like dopiness and charm to him. Yeah, it's not a one for one comparison, but I, I, I can't think of another character like. I don't think he's looking like I don't think he it, Barney. I don't. I think Schmidt has like less success, even though he has success, and more like self doubt. Yeah. And uh, okay, so the character of Barney, I don't think could be written in twenty twenty and fly, but I feel like Schmidt 
still could. Yes, I think you're right. I think Schmidt is sort of the womanizing character that you could still put out. I mean, there's some stuff that happens that you'd have to take out or you would want to take out, but I agree with that, actually. Keeve? I guess you don't uh, know what's going to happen with Schmidt. I don't Did know you what's going to happen. Did you watch How I Met Your Mother, Kiva? Um, I, I saw, like, the first season or two. I right. was out on it. I, I think I saw the finale, and I was like, oh, yeah, I didn't miss anything. Huh. Uh, apologies really to Johnny DeSilvera if he I listens stopped. to this. And then I stopped liking it. I am yeah. a person who enjoyed the full run of How I Met Your Mother, including yeah. the finale. I don't know if I could go back and watch and enjoy it like I'm enjoying this, though. Well, let, challenge accepted. If we make it through this, we will immediately begin the three-person How I Met Your Mother recap podcast. I love And it will be first. called How I Met Your Other Jewish Dad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we can work. We have a few years to work up. With that. You, so this week, you, like... Like, you, it's you literally essentially take you two, quit. It's going to take you a year to go get through season one and two. What a shock to me it was to find out that season one was 24 episodes. Yeah. And season two was 25 episodes. I feel like they're just not handing out those 24 season first. No, 24 is a thing of the past. You're exactly correct. 22 is, is a hard cap. And really, the, the cable shows it used to be 13, right? I think now they never go past 10, basically. I would have bet the remainder of my student loan. Mm-hmm. That there was only going to be twelve episodes in that first season because, I, I, you said it earlier. This kind of felt like a season, like a mid-season finale almost. I have a question about that bet. Does that mean you're betting the debt, or you're betting the amount? Because I, I don't want to take double. the bet. That you're Will the other person have to pay it off? Yeah, that's a sneaky bet. Should we start a Patreon, but it's just to pay off Haley's student loan alley? Would you do that? No, because I have my own student loans. <laughs> no offense, Haley. I love you. That's no, no, no. I, I feel like my student loan is probably a lot less than yours. Although you have a career, and I do not. <laughs> All right. Well, let's. We'll get to the bottom of that on the seventy-five dollar Patreon episode. Um, to be fair, nobody to me, wants to know I, if I, I have used to have loans. a career, and then the pandemic. It was not great to events, you know. Mm-hmm. God, uh, me too. Did. Did did um you know did my career die uh, a long Do time you before know the pandemic? People to know that you have a job now, Akiva, is it still like part of your bit? No, no, no. People can know now. I mean, I went okay. well over a year without having a job, so I. No, I, no, we're all well aware. <laughs> we are all <laughs> deeply aware. Uh huh. But I think was, you should emphasize the the other side, the light at the end of the tunnel. I didn't know you had a job. There you yeah. go. Ever like you like it's since no, we've no, known no, each other in 2014. Because one of your bosses. Yeah. Likes me. Yes. In what way? She and po- follows me on Twitter. Oh. And po- <laughs> liked my pod- watch, my, like listen to my podcast. I don't remember. Correct. Yeah, that's likes true. Likes me. I was like, Ooh. likes yes. me. Um. Yeah. No, I got a. I got a job this week. We'll see. I, working. I. I remembered it being better than it is. You know. It's much, sure. much worse. Much worse. <laughs> it's got to be more. <laughs> it's worse, better. Much worse. worse. Much worse. I okay. Also, I also got a new job. A couple. Ooh. Of oh. If you can believe it. I'm so happy for you. I, mm, at a health store. <laughs> I, I'm sorry? Like the, at a health store. I'm like the least healthy person that anyone has ever met. Disagree. I've met myself. I mean, there's uh, food there, right? Yeah, it's all like gluten-free and vegan. Oh. Now, Haley really. does have a strong passion for food. I think that's really yeah. what made us become friends. Well, it's funny. My new boss, she's a regular at the restaurant I work at. And she was like, hey, do you want a job? And I said, yeah, I do. So then I just, you know, that's. Oh, it's all nepotism, baby. Networking. That's <laughs> called networking. I guess so. Um, I love that for you. I love talking to two employed people. I would also be happy to talk to two unemployed people, but I'm thrilled for you guys. Yeah, we're not we're not judging here. Um, um 
Nagog podcast. I am going to have to cut through this episode with you guys yeah, with a machete. This is my bad. I keep, no, you're doing I amazing. I, I need really. to know from Akiva because mm-hmm. did you have the same reaction I did when Jess uses the phrase feeling twirly? What was your first thought? I'm putting you on the spot. I want a very specific answer. I don't, I don't think I'm going to be able to give you what you want here because I <laughs> well, did. There's, I, of course not, but let's try. I did like it. I did. I don't know. I did like, ooh, I, I like. It, no, I, no. The first thought is finally you have a, a replacement for the H word for Jenny Autumn, who famously uh, hates that's good. that word. That's good. That's what she's like. That's the funny part of this is that like Jess won't say horny. She's feeling twirly. Well, this is a very twirly episode. Nate right. K said, can you use twirly in a sentence? Akiva just did. Mm-hmm. You're welcome, Nate. Yeah, I think, yeah, this is a very twirly episode. The show in general, the first half of the, the first half of season one has been very twirly. I like this. This is going to work. You like a twirly show. No, I don't. I, no. <laughs> you literally were like, I like. No, I like the Akiva term. <laughs> I like this. It's no. been a very twirly show. I like this. No, I want less. Twi- I, lo- I want less twirly. Now, I agree. So. I don't love. We a barely got show. through Haley, the twirliest episode. Haley, you love a twirly show because you <laughs> podcast about a twirly show. Yeah, and I, you know what? I, I everybody always calls me to talk about any podcast that involves hand holding, um, <laughs> and I appreciate Jess's lack of ability to talk about any like intercoursey parts um, with any seriousness. Well, our I, lives have been ruined because you said intercoursey oh parts. Oh, no. But <laughs> <laughs> I am all, like, I have the inability to talk about anything like that. Mm-hmm. Too, so. Haley has a very, um, and correct me if I'm wrong. I'm a prude. I'm a Yeah, Haley prude. has a very G-rated <laughs> mentality, but yeah. she talks about sort of like a very cheesy, like PG-13 rated show. But it is true. Haley is a, is a very G-rated person, I think. Well, what I do you like, think I am? I appreciate anybody's ability. I always say I wish I had a slutty phase, but I never did. I'm hold, like jealous. Hold on. What? <laughs> Akiva, you think yeah. I'm R-rated? Well, but mostly for violence and language. No, not. You're, <laughs> like P- you're, <laughs> you're like a PG-13 at most. When I'm dying, it is for violence and language. <laughs> it's like, Emotional violence and it's, language. My daughter will always say, like, can I watch Suicide Squad? And I was like, why? She's like, well, it's rated R. She's like, but it's just a lot of, like, cursing and violence. There's no, like, adult stuff. I was like, oh, so that's, you know, you're the Suicide Squad. <laughs> Zero nudity, a ton of language that bumps into R. I don't think that's true. I think I'm PG-13 okay. for the same reasons. I don't think I have much violence. I've never thrown a punch. We learned that on this podcast. It's verbal violence. It's verbal I, violence. I said emotional violence. It's emotional oh, yeah, violence. Can I screenshot the DMs? And then I the- screenshotted my own DMs. What, Did you, you not yelling at me? Oh, yes. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, I That's own true. it. At least I own it. Yeah, you do, you do, you do. But it's, see, it's, I'm, I'm it, glad you said the yelling for not our group chat. I appreciate it. It's a trick if you own it, but don't you change have, your behavior. You people guys have a group chat without me? That you've owned it. No, you're in it. The group chat of the three of us. Oh, okay, fine. No, fair the enough. thing is, though, Ali, like, I respect it because I wish sometimes I could speak my mind, and you're always the one to be like, Listen, this is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking it right now, so you have to hear Sometimes it. Sometimes I'm not that. speaking my mind, though. I'm speaking, like, somebody else's mind. <laughs> like, I'm speaking a, a psycho. I'm not okay. speaking my own mind. <laughs> I'm going to edit that out. Okay. No, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> um, so, okay, Jess packs an overnight bag for her one-night stand at the bar. She perfumes little Jess. Let's Has anybody, like, you yeah. don't have to elaborate further. 
Like, is that a thing? People pack an overnight bag to go to the bar? No, of course not. You don't go out to the bar. No, that's insane. That's insane, right? Right. That's 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 literally the joke. Okay. Like, maybe a toothbrush in your purse, I get. No, you would never do that. You wouldn't do that. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't know what everybody would do. I don't, I don't, I have not been in this position where I'm packing a box of 100 condoms (laughs) and putting perfume on my junk to go to the bar. (laughs) That's crazy. I can't even remember going to the bar. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Um, I never went to bars. I do love, I love the, like, first of all, we've talked about the 10,000 hours. I love that reference to, like, Schmidt's done his 10,000 hours (laughs) of one night stands. Yeah, and also Schmidt is, like, such a pseudo-intellectual that he would love Malcolm Gladwell in 2011 or whatever it is. Oh, 100%. Like, pre-Jeffrey Epstein's playing Malcolm Gladwell. And I love that he, like, him and Cece are perfectly positioned to be denying people with any emotional connection to Jess. Like, I just, I, I just love that that whole bit worked for me where it's like, oh, we're both from Portland. Nope, next. Nope, 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 nope. And it's, I, it's the two degenerates on the cast. We've heard before that she's from Oregon, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I assume that the means the showrunner's from Oregon. Like, it's, a, it's such a random thing that I'm guessing – Elizabeth Merriweather, Liz Mer- Merriweather's from Oregon. Um, I'm not positive, but I think that has to be true. It, does that come up at all? Like, I don't, I don't think it's a big spoiler. Like, is there a lot of Oregon stuff? Do you think that that will be? No, I, I, I do wonder thing. if we would go back home. I would, I do want to see these people back home. I feel like I'm attached to them now. I do want to go to Jess's house. You will time. see more than one of them back home. Okay, fine. How about and that? I assume you meet everybody. Elizabeth Mer- Merriweather is from Miami, Florida. Okay, I assume. Oh, oh yeah, my gosh, she went to Juilliard. Hollywood. Do you know how I feel about Juilliard? How? I don't know anything publicized? about it. Publicized? No, or bad? tell us. Oh my god, I I actually live near Juilliard. Not super mm-hmm. close. Don't try to find me. Okay. Um, <laughs> I hold my breath when I walk by Juilliard. I have such a reverence, an unfounded reverence for Juilliard. I mean, obviously it's founded. It's like really talented people go there. But it like Harvard can die. I think Juilliard <laughs> is just the most. You should just hang out outside there. Maybe find a boy. Oh, you think don't I you don't? Know you think I don't? <laughs> I. That's like my mom in college used to be like, go to the med school and study in the library at the med school. It's like I'm outside Juilliard, just like looking for a friend. I, I can't <laughs> breathe. My friend was applying for a job at Juilliard, and I was like, you know, if you get this job, we won't be able to talk anymore because I won't be able. I to believe you. Ha- you have a friend who used to work at Juilliard. Jess Lee used to work at yeah. Juilliard. <laughs> you didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, for a couple of years. Well, I'm not okay. I'm not okay with that. Now she works for like a luxury travel company. So that I know. The dream, like truly the dream. That's my dream. That was my like, oh my god. You. I mean, there it would be. It's a weird dream now because there is no travel, luxury or other. <laughs> yeah. God. No, I know that. I know that. Yeah. Um, Don't worry. I have a question. Please. Mm-hmm. Um. About us or the show? No, it's uh, we should we should actually get back on track with. This I've been show. trying desperately, but I have it's been loving this conversation, so it's fault. really hard. One thing that sort of disappointed me, I think some of the cutaway jokes this episode disappointed me. Uh, Schmidt saying like you're, it's too your Valentine's Day is too easy to go to the bars like it's a Dominican teenager playing little league baseball. That's like a ten year old joke. Like uh, the Danny Almonte stuff was from two thousand. Like that's a very that was a that joke was definitely. Stale oh, you then. mean that like you mean that Schmidt doesn't make incessantly stale jokes. Like he's I, a terror. He's not good. But you don't think the writers are trying to be funny and sometimes failing like. Because even, even when he's listing his favorite books and he's like, Freak by John Leguizamo, season one of The Vampire Diaries, that was funny. Um, Phantom T, I don't know. Some of them were funny, but I feel like it needed a punch up in the writer's room. 
Yeah, I mean, Schmidt's material isn't always the best, but I think overall you'll come away thinking Schmidt's funny. But yeah, when you get down to the nitty gritty, it's not the best material on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Haley, who's your favorite character of the Ooh, four? Oh, my favorite character out of the out of the four? The core four or, or core five? We consider CZ in the core five. What about Winston? Is he is he core four? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Who is my favorite? Who, um, who is my favorite? Probably Jess. I like Jess a lot. I was okay. gonna say you were gonna say Jess. I guess the, I guess Jess there's not a, a lot Julia? of suspense there. I think you're a Jess. Right call. Yeah, I'm absolutely mm-hmm. a Jess. Um, no, Jess is. The other thing too is like. I feel like all of these people you would like, a general you would like for different reasons at different times. It's not like, almost like Friends, where you're more like defined by your favorite character on the show. Yeah. But like, I love Winston. I love, I honestly, um, my current husband is like a perfect mix of Nick and Schmidt, which is really unsettling to watch. <laughs> just just to be clear, you said your current husband, like, you're, you're <laughs> like, this is like a six-week-old marriage. You're my dad the- used to be like, oh, my second wife will do uh-huh. that. <laughs> I love that. Well, I am currently married to him. My current husband. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's that great true. humor. That's a good joke, that she should be in the writer's room punching up Schmidt stuff. Mm-hmm. My current husband. Anyway. We need to talk about what unmitigated disaster Jess is at the bar with the can I have your cherry, the swing <laughs> That killed me. But swing is very She funny. just, like, spilled her whole drink <laughs> on somebody. She meets Oliver, and the reaction is swing He's a web developer. What is he? What does he say? Well, a he's lying about maker? it. Yeah. So, he regardless. Maker. I just love, like, the term of that. They both love lunch, and Justin Ramsey said, question for hopefully Haley, acknowledging that we did not know you were coming. Um, is lunch the most important meal of the day? Oh, yeah, day? Rank, rank the meals, please, Could Haley. you please rank the meals of the day in order of importance? Great, Akiva, you don't have question. access to this question. How did you see that? Well, you said lunch the most important. I knew that was coming. You Listen, really know your just, three fans' from, audience. Yeah, Justin Ramsey. Crazy. We're like, yeah, we just do this. That is wild. Yeah. Okay. But, but Haley's a food person. We, we want Haley's food opinion. I'm, that's why I'm asking. I really enjoy eating lunch, but I would say that lunch is my most disappointing meal mm-hmm. most of the time. Piping mm-hmm. hot take. That's why you come to NGOG. Yeah, there we go. I, I because, agree. Because, because usually I am like going to work or I'm at home by myself, and I am like, okay, what am I going to have for lunch? And most of the time – it's I want to go to Wendy's and get a spicy chicken, but oh, my I mouth just water. shouldn't do that. And then so I end up eating like four carrots and a piece of naan bread. Ooh. But is lunch. OK, so is lunch what you when we're ranking meals, is lunch what you eat between noon and two? Or is it like what lunch is in an ideal world? So does that make sense? Like if I'm ranking like a weekend lunch versus a workday lunch. It's sort of like if you're asking me and you're not asking me, but if we're asking Haley to rank meals, what are the what are the options? You got breakfast. But is it the The, are you basing it off of the yogurt you grab? Are you basing it off of like I could have the ideal breakfast? Sure. Um, I I think if I had to like base it on like a, a median lunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I think I mean? that's true. Because lunch to me, lunch has some of the best food. Hamburgers is lunch. Sandwiches, lunch. See, that's agree, a good lunch. I just get so lazy at lunch sometimes. And I'm like, well, 
I don't even know what to. I don't even know what to bring. But that's is it lunch food? Because to me, carrots and naan is a snack that you're eating for lunch. I guess so. Is hamburgers lunch? Like I would love to have a hamburger for lunch, but I, think I don't. Hamburger really... is lunch is a lunch item, but you should never eat it. So yeah, I feel like I'd be a little sluggish if I had a couple burgers. I, I do lunch. like sandwiches. A couple burgers. That's a good time. But, well, I'm not gonna have one is, burger. Lunch is. Important. I mean, that's. I we can't get into that. <laughs> Lunch is an important meal because it bridges you during your day. Like it is, to me, it's like the goalposts to get or like the the yeah. What's the 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 middle line? Yeah, ha- I like sports. What's yeah. the what's the thing called? <laughs> the fifty yard center line. Court? Fifty yard line. Center court. Center court. Um, okay. It's the center court for your day. So it's like I'm mm-hmm. just trying to get to lunch, and then once lunch is over, it's like okay, I'm trying to get to dinner. Like I'll have lunch some days, and my wife or my daughter will will bring lunch over. Uh, and I'll, I'll say thank you. And it's very nice, but, like, I'm thinking about, like, oh, like, re- like what can I snack on during the day? And, like, already lo- at lunch, I'm already thinking about dinner. Whereas at dinner, I'm not thinking about breakfast the next day. Well, you know? that's why, so that's meal times to me that we're ranking. But to me, if I'm asked, and again, I was not, I'm asked to rank my meals, I would consider lunch items, breakfast items, because you could eat breakfast food at dinner of course yeah so so that's where i'm thinking i'm like lunch has got some of the best options well yeah you could do I anything I'm, L- I, yeah. I, lunch has the most potential out of any meal and therefore is the most disappointing yeah. fair yeah <laughs> i used to work in an office and i would i would bring cereal and milk like and i would have it in like the like the pantry I can't believe you were unemployed for so long. Okay. And <laughs> oh, you had they, more to that. No, <laughs> everyone would make fun of me. I would have like my own yeah, milk in the fr- in yeah, the fridge. Yeah, we would all Schwing? make fun of you. Let's go. Let's go. Um, okay. One of my favorite things about the episode is is the very large box of condoms. That makes me laugh every single it time. It is mm-hmm. so funny. It is so funny. And it has like, a great payoff. And and, and, and so many jokes like, about like lo- using two at a time and like. We all know, don't do that. Do not do that. I just love Schmidt with like, does it have a roller for travel? I died at that. <laughs> so to me, one of the holes here, and I, I, we haven't talked about I more or less think this is a really good episode. I enjoyed watching this episode. Um, curious to hear your guys' feedback generally, but the it, place it doesn't super hang together is why Schmidt is with them at Oliver's apartment when – he does seem the whole night is like him trying to get rid of Jess, and now he's going to sit there. It's not like he's C-blocking Cece. Like, why is he there? Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Keevy? Yeah. I, um, why is she why is Schmidt at the bar? No, no why when is Schmidt he goes sitting on the couch while Oliver... But like, well, doesn't he, he drive knows, them there? And he yeah, gets but stuck? no, no, but he could have just, like, dropped them off, but he stays when he knows that well, Jess's purpose for the night true but he's not he in. doesn't he's not really concerned about other people's feelings and Oliver wanted to watch the movie with him like he doesn't really get social cues i guess also why does he getting green text sending green text on an iphone that also disturbed oh yeah all right episode <laughs> ruined um but anyway he comes out and he learns that his car was on cinder blocks the the utes um, that's an, an homage to my Josh Wiggler podcast this week. We'll talk about that later. But anyway, uh, so this whole, this whole scene's a little messy. I mean, it's fun to watch, but I feel like from a podcast perspective, like what were your takeaways, Haley, from this whole Oliver, with the living girlfriend, with the CC, with the shrooms of it all, where are we at? I liked what it felt, um, what's it, it felt slapstick to me, which I'm fine with in an episode every once in a while. And I thought it was kind of funny. Um, I don't know if I like, if 
this scene is like my favorite scene out of all of them because I just can't imagine Jess being fine with doing it on that weird gross couch and she's like so committed to doing it even after the girlfriend shows up and like she's still trying to make out with Oliver and then you know Cece pops in and Cece tries to fight the, the girlfriend and then the girlfriend makes out with Cece's boyfriend it was just a, it was a, it was a lot it was a lot happening I agree with that take completely that well a it was a lot but also that like Jess is so committed to making it happen that it becomes a little like too committed like yeah there's no way Jess is gonna strip this guy on the couch in front of his live-in girlfriend <laughs> like that's not happening she's leaving at that point we talked, uh, and this is, a, you know, we, this is a callback to like the first or second episode about sort of bringing Stupp into the mainstream. How do you think that's going, Allie? Well, let's ask Hale, Haley. Excuse me. Haley, how do you think it's going? Okay, not well. Sorry. I don't remember. <laughs> I just dropped my. No, you're good. I don't head. remember having that conversation, yeah. but I use Stupp a lot in you my do. mainstream. I do. That Haley, brings me to PG thirteen for sure. Yes, that's true. Haley, can you? Yeah, anytime if you're dropping Yiddish, no matter what, it's a euphemism <laughs> for it. You're PG thirteen at, at worst. Haley, can you drop a Stupp on the next Bachelorette podcast? No, I've never. That's heard up that to Tasha. Can you use it in a sentence for me? Uh, she's not going to stup that guy in front of his ex-girlfriend. <laughs> it means sleep with. Yeah. Okay. It's a Yiddish for a sleep with. Can you, do you think you could get away with it? No. People would really like if you dropped try it. Try it. Try I'll it out try. here. Try it out in a safe space amongst Jews. Okay. Um, let me write it down. I need to write it down. S-H-T-U-P. S. There's got to be a little C sneaking in there now. I don't think there's a C. I mean schmooze. I. No, <laughs> like schmooze has an SC. Like you know, I'm thinking, yeah, of you, but I feel no. Like has There's got no a C. There's no C in Stupp. All right, I'm not gonna okay. be tip top toes. I don't okay. think there is. Um, I don't think there is. Oh gosh, what about like my stoop, my sh- my stup? No, just <laughs> use it as like a, just say like stop. which guy does Tasha one stup this week? That's what you're saying. Which stup? Stup. Stup. Stup, man. <laughs> um, wow, I won, Keeve. It's S. Oh, no, I didn't. It's S- Well, this is weird. S-H-T-U-P, but then I'm also seeing verb S-C-H-T-U-P. I don't think you could put the C in. Stop. Okay, question. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sorry. I'm such a... Is it a guy? Yeah, you're a guy. what I am? Yeah. Yeah. Guy. Um, you say that so funny. <laughs> I said it like that? No. You no. did fine. I'm not... Yeah. Okay. You're, uh, yeah. Haley... Haley... Uh, if Haley ever meets her at me or Allie, it'll be the first Jew she's ever met. I've met Zach Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> She's met Molly Block. I'm joking. I've I'm met joking. Molly Block. I slept on her floor. I met Max Dawson. Slept on his floor too. Well, he's borderline. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. That's um, a joke. He would laugh. He won't make it this far, but he would laugh. I don't remember what I was gonna say. Stop. Oh, um, Yiddish. Y- Yiddish. Is it? Does it have a different alphabet than English? Uh, yes, it's Hebrew. The, the, yeah, but well, but I mean, not well, if you write it S H. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah we're well, transliterating sure words if, here. But I thought like Yiddish was like a, uh, like a formation of Hebrew, but maybe Yiddish it's is like German. A, it's a lang- it's a mix of languages from people yeah. who are like cast there's out of various. A, there's places. a lot of German, but the actual <laughs> alphabet is in Hebrew. Oh, okay. Like okay. if you spoke German sure and you spoke like Yiddish, German. you could pr- like, and you were lost in the subway, you could probably figure something out. Or if is you that- had. An, older grandfather mm-hmm. who was jewish who used a lot of words you could probably you know say like a kid has a cute face or something he'd be fine <laughs> i learned schwitz from molly mm-hmm. yeah schwitz, go. that's a good one um 
Yeah, I just I wasn't sure. I feel like I'm I feel like truly the biggest goy. Like I went to high school. That would be a funny reality show. <laughs> the biggest goy. <laughs> the biggest goy. <laughs> I think there was two Jewish people in my high school. Mm-hmm. I'd still move to Canada. All right, let's get to well, Nick and Julia's yes. storyline. This I hated this storyline. Yeah. I hated it. I, agree. I hated it. I'm with her. This just doesn't feel like Ooh. Julian. It doesn't feel like Nick. Um, it like doesn't make any sense in any reality right. in which they're even going to try and like force this and pretend that either of them are Valentine's Day people when they're clearly not. Okay, Saturday Parker. So I jumping to the end of my notes of this section, I wrote. I really like them together. Like, this to me, I, like I really together. enjoyed this scene. And Saturday Parker said, the Nick and Julia plotline is my favorite part of the episode. I love them and Valentine's Day, even though I'm single so much. My question is, have either of you had seemingly bad date turned around at the end? Honestly, Saturday, we love you, but we don't have time to address that question because we will never finish this podcast. But interesting that you guys both did not like the storyline. I like them together. They make sense to me together. Those two characters, and I, and I, if this was in a different episode where they're trying to go out for a nice dinner, makes sense to me. But I just don't see in any world in which Nick or Julio cares about celebrating Valentine's Day. And maybe they were both trying to, like, it was celebrating it as, like, a joke kind of thing, like a joke going too far. What's it called when you, when you're, when they're, like, committing to the bit? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It just doesn't make sense with their characters to care about celebrating Valentine's Day and to, like, put effort into celebrating it. Go ahead, Keith, because I know you agree. Yeah, I do agree. We do have two different shows going on, and I do think this is the lesser of the The one that starts in the bar and ends up, at, you know, at the, uh, at the at, you know, a strange couple's house is definitely the superior show. I just think, like, they bring in Clark Duke here. He has a whole story arc in, like, seven minutes, right, where he's, like, this uh, overworked intern who's extremely – um, twirly for, 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 uh, Julia. And then within seven minutes, he's quitting and, and, you know, forever and le- and leaving the law firm. Um, I, I, I just thought like him doing the copies, everything about it wasn't super interesting. Jess is just being like super racist to the, uh, Julia's just being super racist to like the Chinese person on the phone the whole time. Yeah. I didn't, that, I think that was part of the reason I didn't like it. Um, it, yeah, it, no, that was bad. She was definitely her least likable in this episode in terms of their, interest in valentine's day to me it's like it's supposed to be like we like each other the most we've ever liked anyone and you're making me care about something i never cared about i also will bring in that like maybe there is this added pressure that like she clearly doesn't have a lot of time so it's like okay because of this holiday i'm like gonna really push here yeah is it realistic that she would have her boyfriend come to the office and wait her out for hours no that's insane do you guys Um, like clark duke I like him on the office. I don't love him here. Yeah, I don't like him anywhere. Oof, Haley. I mix him up with the guy who was in Cougar Town. And oh, be more specific. The 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 son in Cougar Town and oh yes, the, the guy the, in Easy A. Is he? He's not the creepy guy in this movie. In in New Girl, is he later her creepy student? But he looks like him. No, he looks like him, but it's not. I think that's a fair mix-up. One thing I have to point out is the fact that her door says Julia Cleary, attorney, is the funniest thing in the world to me. Like, I what your apartment door says right now? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, But yeah, okay, you guys are selling me on this. I don't know. I thought it was cute. I thought it was like 
especially on the heels of Julia trying to be more like a Jess and explore that side of her. She's like, I bought all this stuff. Yeah, I you did all the right things, but my job's in the way. Yeah, you like, found I, that relatable, I think, also, though. Like, <laughs> well, no, I wouldn't need to feel pressure. I mean, that wouldn't be out of character for me. Mm -hmm. Like a lawyer who, a lawyer who's, like, too busy to, to you know. Nah, 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 nah. But, like, that's why I thought maybe if we're bringing in some of the pressure from the last episode or two episodes ago, you're right in that it's really off-brand for Nick. I, Haley's totally right about that. Although Nick will surprise you sometimes. That's the beauty of Nick. I like that he's not even good at the work. I do. I wonder if Nick is going to end up like so working funny. with Julia. That made me laugh. I do wonder if Nick is ever goes back to law No, I don't think Nick's going to go back to law school because it's just too hard. And Although I guess he's very close, right? We don't know now how – like, did he quit last semester? Oh, that's a good question for you, Allie. Do you, did he any quit his last year. I think he had one, he either had one year or lot, one semester left, which is funny because when I went to law school, mm -hmm. third third year. I mean, nothing nothing is easy, but your third yeah, year is the least is pressure year, and the least sure. difficult. So like, it's very unrealistic that someone would. Did quit anybody quit third your year. third year? I don't even know people who quit my first year. Oh, everyone. So you had a hundred percent attrition, like uh, a retention. I'm sure rate? it's not a hundred percent, but like people in my general sphere, I, mm -hmm. you know, some people transferred. But okay. If Allie knows that person, they they cannot quit. Um, what does that mean? No, I have no idea. I'm just uh, that's interesting. I would have thought that people see, dropped interesting, out. Before you said that Haley was so encouraging to you and wouldn't let you quit, but now <laughs> it's a bad thing to know. No, no, no I'm not making quit. fun. I'm, I, I would have thought that the people like in a big enough school that people would be dropping. Well, out. my law school friends are going to come on the podcast at some point. You can ask them about. I it. The, my only like I was thinking quitting story just now. Um, I took a, a a class with my favorite professor. I was I was an English major, and my favorite English teacher was leaving. And it was her, so she announced she was leaving, and it was her last, um, her her last class. And I could tell because I'd taken her like five times that it was she was had one foot out the door. She really liked us. She was just like she was very jovial, and I knew that everyone was gonna get an A. And I met a kid in the library. It was like the last day to drop a class. It's like November third or something. And he's like, "I'm dropping this class. I just wrote a really bad paper." I'm like, "Idiot! You're getting an A. You don't even have to come to class." And he's like, "No, no, no! I have to. I'm gonna fail. I'm gonna fail." And then, like, and then um, I asked her at, at the end of the next class, I'm like, everyone's getting an A here, right? And she's like, yes. And he had just dropped the class like a day beforehand. So I went back. And I'm idiot. Like, idiot. <laughs> I love he's an idiot. Oh, yeah. I'll do that. I'll do that. I well, we were – let's not spend too much time on this, which you didn't like. Um, mm -hmm. We, like, you know, the little Nick thing of, like, oh, I spent time – I entered a cockfight as a person. Mm -hmm. I looked at my Very cartoony realized, sometimes. Very cartoony laugh. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's funny. It's funny. But. But it's unrealistic that he would drop at Wasco at that point, although many people do and, and should if they don't want to be a lawyer. Um, but he says that he got broken hearted and he went by S Sandy Fergus or Sandy Ferguson. I, my notes are weird, mm -hmm. which led me to remind me from the last time we spoke, Akiva, you were supposed to be brainstorming some nicknames. We did get some listener submissions. Ooh, OK. Can we hear him? Dan Sinensky said portmanteauing Ali Lasher to make. Ali Sher is both a very obvious and bad nickname. Terrible. I agree. Let's not go with that. Justin Ramsey said, and my reaction to reading this was, what happened here? Well, the Aussies are very big on nicknames. Nickname suggestions for Ali. Ready for this? Mm -hmm. Whiplash, Backlash, Finale Lasher, Carrie's Casher, Taffy Laffer. <laughs> You're like almost there, but yeah. not quite. Yeah, that's close. Akeem, did you do your homework I this didn't. Week? I forgot. I forgot. Yep. Okay. Well, we'll move on. 
Uh, Haley, I don't want to put you on the spot, but if you were to think of anything, you're welcome to submit. You, like, your last name just works so well as a, as a nickname, like Lasher mm-hmm. or Lash. Like, that just works. Yeah, I mean, that's what Akiva like, should have said last things? week, but didn't, so we were going to keep going. No, I've said, I've said that a lot of, like, the in our, like, little universe, like, a lot of the women have, like, really strong, good, no pun intended, good last names. And then they all, they all meet guys who have, like, atrocious first names and uh, last names. And then it's like, hopefully they don't switch. I keep telling Ethan to take mine. I'm not, by the way, you didn't ask me, but I'm telling you. I'm not switching. No, well, name. we had this conversation, like, two years ago. Yeah. I've, I think on our first date, I told Ethan that if we got married, I wasn't going to change my name. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, always been a, that's always been a thing. And, and Allie, you would never change your name, right? Uh, I would change my name. You have a good last name. I mean, let's say the guy was I have a like phenomenal last name. Let's say the guy's like Finkelstein. Are you changing it to Finkelstein? I would change my last name, but I completely think that. I mean, at this point in my life, because I've begun my career, I would leave my last name at work probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I would change my last name unless it was like Nazi. But um, well, you probably wouldn't go on a first day like pretend you're on like Bumble or something. Yeah, whatever. You know, like what I mean. Billy but Nazi. You're probably you're probably not even going on the date. Well, no, because I would never date someone with my dad's first name. So oh, that's true. <laughs> oh, so the Nazi. <laughs> it would be a like problem. more egregious like part is my dad's name. Yeah. <laughs> but let's move on. No one yes. cares about this. Um, but okay, one thing I, I want to hide. I would ahead. also not date a, ga- a guy with um, my dad's first name. You also would not. I would not. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, my, my sister-in-law's name? dad's name is my brother's name, so no disrespect. And one of my best friends, um, her husband is her brother's name. If I could help it, I mean, if I fell in love yeah. with someone, I would deal with it. But if no, I have the I'm choice, pretty, that's the one. That's one thing I'm very shallow about is names. Mm-hmm. Like I <laughs> couldn't have married a guy with a bad name. Okay. Well, it's things. also a little different yeah. if you are a woman uh, in in like uh, a heterosexual relationship and you're marrying a guy. And uh, then you are – if he's dating someone with the same name as his mom, then you are actually having the same full name. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's that's a little different. At least well, you have a different last name. Akiva, are you mad that Haley basically just said she would never have married you based on your name alone? Why? I have a great name. What is she talking about? I like your first name. Oh, the that's last fine. name? I like your first name. I would switch, no, the, the I would switch name, last name. The names. last name I don't really care about because, like, I was never going to take it anyway. Yeah. You would be Akiva Strong? Yeah, sure. That sounds like a hashtag, like we're worried about you yeah, when well, you're listen, fighting you something. We're Akiva Strong. <laughs> if you strong. Google Haley Strong, about half of the results are like foundations for people yeah. named Haley mm-hmm. and like had cancer or like something. Yeah, like if, you, if, if something happened to you, God forbid, we'd have to be like Haley Strong Strong. There would have to be a second Strong. <laughs> That's oh God, hilarious, though. Like Taylor Cotter one time tried to buy a sweatshirt that said Haley Strong on it, but it was literally just like a, a, a sweatshirt for a foundation mm-hmm. that was. Um, all right. Uh, one thing that really bothered me uh, was, of course, uh, Haley, you know, as a loyal listener of this podcast, that uh, Cece's face is her job. And uh, she gets in like almost a fist fight this week with Amy, the blonde ex who comes back to, to comes back. I to knew the house. you were going to be mad about that. But, you know, it's it's in the fit of passion. It's like uh, she she defends her friend. Her face is her job. About Cece. Yeah. It, it made me nervous. Uh, she was confident. I didn't pick up on that, but I, I, I like your sentiments. Did you tell uh, Yosef that it became relevant again? I, w- how would I have this conversation with a three-year-old? He's like, he doesn't know the context of the your face, your job. Is like, he still saying it or is he over he it? He still says it. But what if I went to him and was like, all right, so there's this television show, New Girl. You don't know what that is. And that's <laughs> you where – skip that. Skip that. That's where face, your you job just comes say, You just say it happened again. What happened again? Like how like is this? It became relevant. Have you ever spoke to a three-year-old before? Like this is all right. Yeah, that's what I would say. I'd say your face, your job again. Again, again. your face, your job happened again. <laughs> he, he would be like, "Who? What is this man? Go away from me!" 
<laughs> she, wait, do you? He uh, would say, what is this man? He doesn't he would recognize think it. you he as would God. Think it. He would think you. it. I think he knows He would you. call me. His big insult is moron. When he's like really mad, he calls people a stupid moron. So Where did he get that? I don't think we say it. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe from a friend. I don't know. One of the nice <laughs> things about parenting is like if your kid learns something bad or like my I'm choking because you screamed idiot earlier on this oh, podcast. <laughs> but they didn't hear that. Or like I, I was, idiot. <laughs> I, I someone in my family was singing something about a pot today, like uh, put it in a pot or something. I'm like, where do you know that song from? And they would not fess up to where they knew it from. But like one of the nice things about parenting is you could always blame the other parents for like, ooh, where'd your kid learn the f word? Like I don't know. He must have learned it at Sally's house, you know. Yeah, my kids, like, <laughs> I say, is going to know all those words, and we're going to be like, yeah, that's our fault. Sorry. Uh, but I, I don't think it's charming when, like, two-year-olds curse. That's one of my that's one of my pet peeves also. Do you know I didn't say any curse words until, like, high school? I, like, said crud. And me, me neither. Me neither. I never cursed. Well, but you still kids. don't. I'm, the reason On a podcast, I don't. Because now I'm disgusting. But I, like, literally never said it. And I remember, like, saying saying it to myself when I was, like, walking home from school one day. I was like, oh, wow, I said, like, F word. Yeah, me too. I said it at summer camp and was like, well, my life's over now. Okay, let's get to the Winston and Shelby of it all. Um, last time we spoke about Winston and Shelby, Hannah, the great Hannah Shapiro, was very adamant that they had no chemistry. Haley, what do you think about the chemistry between Winston and Shelby? Yeah, I don't really buy it. I think Winston has more chemistry with, like, the situation than actually with Shelby. Ain't that the truth about almost everyone? <laughs> In my yeah. experience. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> no, I just, I, I like the way he interacts with all the women. I think this is a really, I love soft Winston, w- soft Winston. Um, so I think this is a great scene for that. But yeah, like, I don't really buy them together. Like, I'm not invested in any way. Um, Akiva, Nate K says, Winston gets a C plot. Did you like it? Did he do a good job? Yeah, I mean, is- the issue with him not getting a plot is not that he's not a good actor. No, I, he, this is fine. This is a legitimate C plot. It's a little dull. The women don't really – there's nothing really fun happening at this, uh, at this like, ladies' night. I don't know if you guys, like, thought, oh, this looks interesting. Like, I, would li- I would like to do that if I didn't have a date on Valentine's Day. Uh, everyone was charming, but I didn't think it was particularly funny. It's just – it's literally just moving the plot. I'm not sure there was a single joke in the Winston Shelby situation. Oh, that you can't have fancier underpants than your man? Oh, that was true. Yeah, I didn't write that down. But that's that's true. I mean, it was, like, sort of – my grandmother's recipe. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, nothing super, super notable. Uh, basically, Shelby, the whole point is, you're right, it's plot device, it's like a plot-driven moment. Dri- Ugh, it was a moment that drives a plot. Uh, Shelby wins him over. He passes the test, and, uh, you know, they, a little boom boom. Um, Apparently. Mm-hmm. Oh, it, it's, uh, it's, um, oh God, this is Implied? like a drinking game from Haley. No, what did you call it when Stoop? it was, um... Not confirm. I guess confirmed coitus. Confirmed is what coitus. Haley's, that's like a bachelor the, term, right? That's what I'm trying to yeah. say. <laughs> but yeah. I'm struggling hard can, for. Many so can reasons. you drop a confirmed stooping next week, Haley? That's people. Confirmed stooping. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I think that's a much better word than coitus. It is. I'm even mad that I. You're said gonna. Haley's gonna be a trendsetter. It's gonna be the whole internet's gonna be saying this in a few weeks. Okay, Akiva, no, when you have an idea, on new girl, old mm-hmm. guy, yeah. it's not a trendsetting thing to go to your other podcast and peddle the same material. I don't have another. I'm giving this to Haley for her podcast. Well, what I'm saying is she would not be a trendsetter because just like you, you workshop your material here, then you take it to your more successful podcast. No, that doesn't happen. And you pe- that does not make you a trendsetter. Doesn't happen. I'm gi- I'm, I'm, I'm saying free fly baby bird fly and take that to your I've show. I got eyes everywhere. <laughs> Ears on the ground. Oh, please. I I credited 
I told the pickle story here. It just happened, of course. I told the pickle story that my mouth waters every time I think about the word, pi- the word pickle. That was the rare – because I'll be honest. I think about it. You Obviously, Haley, you have multiple podcasts. I have now two podcasts. Akiva has a bajillion podcasts. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, hard to remember, like, have yeah. I told this story before? Do I want to tell it again to this new audience? How much overlap? So I'm mostly just being a jerk, but it is something I think about. But – we got a rare Keeve exclusive. You've been podcasting for like seven years. Mm-hmm. We had a rare Keeve exclusive, and you immediately just throw it all. Around I didn't throw it. Out. I went on an app, and I said, and so how somehow it came up, and I said, yeah, this is a big thing on NGOG. It how started there, so I'm plugging our show. How dare you? Not three hours in, like I normally plug it, but or the first five seconds of the show when he mentions that I have three podcasts, but in the smack in the middle, the right where you want the ad to be. That's how a plug. Dare you? Well, maybe if I listened, I would have been able to appreciate no, that. No, no, you don't more. have to listen. No, I want you. I trust me. I the, I the last thing on earth I want you to do is listen <laughs> to that podcast. Every week you'd be mad at something I said. No, I I'm a nice listener. Okay, let's get to the last scene, the money scene here. We've talked about it a little bit, but but Schmidt has I think a nice moment, Haley, when he says like you don't want your. Fr- I mean, it's an insane speech to be making, but it is nice. You don't want it to be with a stranger. You want to be with someone you know. It's not gonna make a big deal. If you have an urge, act on it. Haley, if you could put yourself back in the shoes of first-time Haley watching this, did you feel like there was chemistry here? Like, did you think that yeah, this was this was, this was this was warm to me. It was, like, sexy. Like, I love I love the, like, twirly. soft TV sexiness. Yeah. You saw twirly. Yeah. I was like, I, I feel like virgin Haley, which w- who was watching the show originally. That's not what I meant when I said first time Haley. <laughs> no, 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 no. I know, I know, I know, <laughs> I know. Like, the first time going through, but, like, me being in the mind space of, like, I love a rom-com, and also I don't make out with people would have been, like, very much like, oh, 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 okay, yeah, sure, okay, yeah, totally Schmidt. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I would have Haley's saying it was on. That. Yeah, I was also surprised, even watching it, and I knew it was going to happen, I, like, thought this was, especially on the heels of him trying to kiss her, that this was actually going to be the next, the elevation of it, where she actually solicits him. Akiva, what did you think, as you are the first-time viewer? What's the the exact question here? The question is, did you think they were going to hook up? Yes, I did think. I thought, here's, I'll tell you my thought process during the scene. Oh my gosh, they're gonna! It's gonna happen! Oh my gosh, it's gonna happen! This is very sitcommy. I don't want it to happen. I actually don't want them to do this right now because it's sitcommy. Like this is like second by second, and then I was like, oh nice, it's not gonna happen. I was happy, and then obviously it played out comedically. So I think they have they 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 get an A plus for this scene. But then was, did they shock you with the CC? Shock? Part? Yeah, no. This isn't. This is yeah. probably like the. I don't know if the CC thing. It's like all right, fine, but I I do think they nailed this scene. I thought it was gonna be very generic and very sitcom-y and they and they zigged when I thought they would zag what really works for me about it is that Schmidt is I think you know he is racist in this episode but for Schmidt he's the most attractive I think he's been in 13 episodes Mm -hmm. like he's really caring about her he's not gross he's not trying to hook up with someone he's just like being a good solid friend and, and he smells like ylang ylang yes smells like ylang ylang so I think they both have reason to want to be hooking up with him so it's not like shocking he's not gross and weird at least in this episode yeah he has some charm here i also think just like cc liking him makes him more charming to you probably like she has the cc stamp of approval Mm. there's a lot of people cc likes in the first that's true i guess kyle doesn't get it that's a funny line earlier in the episode right where 
He's like, he's got a surprise for me. Like, yeah, the surprise is his wiener. <laughs> um, let's talk about the Kiwi guide here. Uh, so uh, the aforementioned Justin Ramsey mentioned that Kiwi guide should just be, we've been looking, I've been looking for a new name for like, will the, will the stories run? And we've been trying to fit Kiwi guide somewhere. Why not call Kiwi's Prediction Corner Kiwi Guide? So really, the beginning of the you. show is Kiwi Digest and the end is Kiwi Guide? No, Kiwi's Digest. Kiwi's Digest and Kiwi Guide. And okay. then Kiwi Guide. Got so um, do you – what do I have for you this week? Um, Schmidt and Cece, is this, a, is this a one-time thing? Where do you think this is going to go? No, it's definitely not a one-time thing. I don't think this is going to be, like, the lasting relationship of the show. I don't think, like, Schmidt and Cece – even will have an will they won't they that that you know frequently bounces back and forth. But I, I if if you said over under times they hook up one and a half, I'd say over. So you're saying it's sort of like the the Joey and Rachel. I don't know Friends enough to even answer okay. that. Okay, I don't even Haley. Joey do you and Rachel hook up on Friends. I don't. I think they almost did, but then they realized it was too. No, weird they have Joey. like a th- I mean, I don't think you're going to get sex, a lot of like Friends t- tweets. They like if talk you mess to Ro- they like have a thing because Charlie. Because Joey's like dating like Charlie, and Charlie thing. and Ross want to get together. Hmm. Guys, I don't even like friends, and I know this is true. I don't think they ultimately, like, have sex, but they definitely kiss. They're definitely, like, trying to mm-hmm. be together. Yeah. No stripping. No stripping. Okay. Hey, it's Allie from the editing room. I looked into this. I Googled, and uh, I think I was right here. So this is me popping in to say, no correction. Don't at me. Um, do you think anything's going to come with the Schmidt and Jess thing? Now, we've had two failed attempts, one on Jess's part, one on Schmidt's part. Or or is Nick going to say something? Will, Jess, will Schmidt find out about this? Like, are we done with this box of condoms? I think, I, I think if you're having this, I think it has to pay off. I do think they, she, he has to find out in a dramatic moment. She has to find out in a dramatic moment. Let's revisit Nick and Julia after this uh, mm-hmm. law firm scene. What do you think of their history? I mean, it doesn't end on a bad note, does it? It doesn't end with them ending, so obviously we got to see Julia again. Um, I just don't think this is going to last. I don't. Uh, Julia is not likable enough as a sitcom character. Well, she's the actress before the, before the you know before the one. She's the one before the one. Which is funny because Nick does say one of his reservations in being in a relationship with her is that he's not the guy you date. He's the guy you date until you meet the guy you date. Mm-hmm. You marry. Yeah. Okay. So I that's think... your prediction about Julia. Yes. Well, that's deeply offensive to me as someone. No, you're much that, more okay. likable than Julia. Not really. Okay. Let's get to, but that's my own fault. Winston and Shelby, we did the chemistry check. And then do we ever see Oliver, the intern? Do we ever see Kyle, Cece's boyfriend? Uh, Oliver's gone. Kyle, if we need him again. Uh, Oliver, no, he, he left. I don't think we see him again. Clark Duke. Okay, um, I want to get this from Haley and Kiwi. Chloe G says, moving into the second half of season one, can we get an updated character ranking from Keeve and Haley? Oh, okay. Well, Haley said Jess is one, so how do you rank the fellas, Haley? Like, they're all such on even playing field for me. Like, it's uh, some episodes, Nick's my favorite, some Schmidt, some Winston. Like, I really could not choose a favorite out of those three. I think at this point, I'm just thinking of what I know so far. This is not what my final character ranking would be, but I would put Jess, Nick, Winston. I'm sorry, I put Winston twice. Jess, Nick, Schmidt, Cece, Winston. Just because I don't think Winston's had enough to do, Cece's barely had enough to do, and then those would be my top three. 
Um, I I really like Cece. Uh, she's a really interesting character. I wonder if it's like absence make the heart grow fonder, where if we see more of her, we will get tired of her. But I'm a Cece stan. Um, I don't like Nick yet. I, I'd actually put Nick last behind um, Winston and Schmidt. And I, I'd say right now, Jesse. Maybe I'm biased. I might not be able to filter out how much I just love Nick. <laughs> and sorry, say that again. Yeah, so you I, have I, that's Cece? like a three-three, like CC, and then Jess, Nick, and Schmidt in a tie, and uh, uh, Jess, Nick, uh, Jess, Sh- Winston, and uh, Schmidt in a tie, and then Nick last right now. I just haven't fallen in love with Nick yet. All right, you know who has fallen in love with us? Mm. Uh, people have given us five star reviews. We really, really appreciate it. I'm trying to remember when we even last recorded a podcast, so I could start reading from there. Some of the names I remember saying. So let me. <laughs> All right, we'll start. Oh, Maddie Fresh, we know we said. I said this person. All right, so thank you to the people who left us five-star reviews. You did help us meet our goal. We are well above 200. We have 209 five-star reviews. You guys never let me down. I really appreciate it. It makes our day. Even when we're late, we, we love it. We appreciate you. Um, blue, Big Blue Tater Tot, Jason from NJ, uh, Tops, K-M-E-C Dunn. Uh, Tommy Gleegly, Davis, comma, Will, and Elizabeth, 81890. Thank you, guys. If you want to let us know how you feel about the podcast, you can go to anchor.fm slash newgirloldguy. It will link you to iTunes. It will link you to wherever you want to subscribe and download and listen to the podcast. Um, I also want to plug our questions link because we get so many good questions that I forget that we only mentioned it once and then never look back. If you want to submit a question for the podcast – you can go uh, at Lash Tweets. It's my pin tweet. It's a Google form. And if you're binging like Haley, you can put what episode your question's about for season three. And I'll save it until we get to that episode. So you don't have to that. be caught up with us. It's honestly the best thing. It was Kiwi's idea. It's the best thing we ever did. That's a fantastic idea. Um, pl- other plugs. You can uh, follow Kiev at Kiev26. You can check him out on Renap. Um, I think... They just did a podcast, and they're going to be doing another one. Um, and then you can uh, – I don't remember. Oh, Spice – something about the Spice Girls next week? I yes, don't know we have what Spice this Girls. Wait, was. can I plug 32 fans? Because we had an exciting I'm about to plug 32 fans. Go for it. Go for 32 it. 32 fans. They did a great regular sports podcast, but the real moneymaker mm-hmm. was on the Patreon podcast, right? Yes. And it was – they drafted the 26 – what? Letters of the alphabet, and mm-hmm. Akiva is calling it the best – 32 fans podcast content of 2020, which offends me greatly because I've been on a lot of. No, I said me and Chester. Best me and me and Chester. I said. Apparently, it's amazing. Does Mm -hmm. offend me deeply, but it's fine. Do you know Haley is the first ever non-football guest on 32 fans? I did know that. Yeah, we haven't been back since either. That's not true. You've been on, I think, more than once. Haley, Uh you can follow her at hstrong underscore. You can read um, Haley's great blogs that I really enjoy reading. She tweets them out, and that's how I find them. But you find them at, like, wordpress.com slash strongtakes. Is that right? Just strongtakes.ca. Damn it. Okay. I uh, I, (laughs) I don't know why I said WordPress. I took a shot. (laughs) My old one was like that. Okay. But I, uh, I splurged for this one. There it is. She's got the domain. Um, and you can check her and Amy out covering this wild season of The Bachelorette at uh, robhasapodcast.com slash bachelor. Something like that. Okay. Google Bachelor Hop-Ups. Talk about yeah. The Bachelorette. Uh, the yeah. best in the biz. The grandmothers of the Hop-Ups network. They are the OGs. 
for a reason. Any other plugs from either of you that I missed? Great British Bake Off podcast. God too. damn it! I knew that too. I- oh, nice. Same place. Damn it. Um, uh, NGOG, wonderful show. Everyone should check it out. Haley does I- the highbrow content on Rehab Pubs. The Bachelorette is Since highbrow. When? Well, the Top Chef is highbrow, yeah, and highbrow. and Great British Bake Off. Yeah, but I'm like the worst part of both. No, those you're podcasts. the best part. Nonsense. <laughs> All right, we will be back to talk about episode 14. Actually, maybe the Kiwi Guide was supposed to be you predicting the thing, but okay, whatever. I made a mess it up. Episode 14 is called Bully. Ooh. Akiva, any predictions for episode 14? I'm going to say a childhood bully comes back into the picture. Who's okay? I'm going to remind you that um, just as a teacher. Does that change? Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, Jess has a bully in the classroom. But it was a good guess, man. I was going to say Jess is childhood bully, but now you're saying that there is a bully in the classroom. Interesting. I think there's a twist coming that you're not ready for. And okay. I'm excited to be back with you, Akiva, next week. Haley, thank you so much. It was love. We needed you. You were like our therapist this week. You didn't even know that, so much. but we needed you. Mm-hmm. Any, like, literally any time. And sorry for Yeah, if we had recorded this episode on Tuesday, it would have been a lot of yelling, probably. It would have been much different. That's true. If I was able to record, no yelling. Okay, I'm going to edit that out. Bye, everyone. Thank you. See you next week. My bite and my dog. My bite and my dog.